what you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh. I'm with the band. Music and interviews you're going to like. Hello and welcome to I'm with the band here on the Mesh Podcast Network. I am your host, Andrew Moose. The I'm with the band podcast, if this is your first time listening, invites musicians and bands of all types to discuss their current projects, their touring life or lack of touring life, and their lives as musicians. If you're considering advertising here on the Mesh Podcast Network, it is a low-cost option to reach a very targeted audience. And I've heard that the only people who listen to podcasts have a ton of money and all they want to do is spend it with your business. So go to www.themesh.tv backslash advertise and find out more about that. Uh, Today we are podcasting remotely away from the beautiful Mesh Studios in downtown Hickory, North Carolina, and in the middle of the COVID-19 pandemic. My guest today on I'm With The Band is a singer-songwriter musician currently residing in the Charlotte, North Carolina area. I would like to welcome to the podcast, Ms. Anel Stahl. How are you today, Anel? I'm doing so good, Andrew. Thank you so much for having me here. <laughs> oh, you're quite welcome. You're quite welcome. Um, so welcome to I'm With The Band. I'm so, we're so happy to have you. Um, tell us a little bit about yourself and what you're doing during uh, the pandemic to start. Yeah, so um, I am a singer-songwriter. I grew up a military brat. Um, So my parents um, retired in North Carolina. Um, I had maybe my first show when I was about like 16 or 17 years old. Um, I was really into musical theater growing up. And so um, love singing, love writing music. And I knew that I didn't want to work a retail job through high school. So I thought, hey, why not... um, develop my chops as a musician. I'll play in restaurants. I'll make my money that way, you know? And so that's kind of how it started for me was uh, the need for a job. And then I kind of fell in love with the lifestyle, Um, moved out to Nashville when I was about 18 years old. I signed with an artist management company, um, released my debut EP, um, was out there hustling, co-writing, doing the whole Nashville um, hustle lifestyle for um, about three years, and then um, recently moved back to North Carolina to start doing gigs full-time. And then, of course, that is when COVID took over and crushed those dreams of mine. So ever since then, I've been doing um, uh, kind of like virtual shows, um, a lot of live live broadcasting on Twitch TV, um, writing a lot of stuff. Um, I've got an album coming out at the end of the summer. Yeah, that's the Cliff Notes version. <laughs> yeah, that's great. I, I appreciate the abridged version of there. That, that's fantastic. Um, you know, you mentioned a little bit about how you're doing live streaming on Twitch. Tell us a yeah. little bit about that. Like, how, do, how can people go watch that, listen to that? Yeah. So, I mean, of course, so many musicians um, ever since this pandemic has kind of taken over our world have had to make the transition from doing live in-person shows to virtual concerts. And so in an effort to try to find a way to monetize that easily, um, I explored a ton of different kind of avenues. So Instagram and Facebook, of course, is one. Um, There are lots of other online sites that are geared specifically toward musicians. Um, I discovered Twitch TV through a friend. Um, Twitch got its start. You may be familiar with like 
ninja or something um, right, cool. because you know there are a ton of um, people who stream like gaming um, whether it's esports um, or uh, even just regular sports networks have started uh, kind of bleeding into twitch but they have um, kind of a whole new subsection that was made specifically for musicians now so twitch made it very easy for me to monetize um, the virtual concerts but then also to attract new people um, develop um, an online audience and a fan base um, like I would in person, um, except now I can do all of that virtually. So it's been a huge blessing. I love it. Um, you can go to, it's literally just twitch.tv um, and then um, forward slash my first name. I was able to get that username. So A-N-N-E-L-L-E. You can oh, check me great. out. Yeah. You can, sometimes when you can get those, those are they're super blessing for that. Oh my gosh. Yes. Yeah. Um, Awesome. So today uh, you have a new single out and it's called Surreal. Tell us a little bit about Surreal, how that song was written and what's that about? Yeah. Oh my goodness. So this is such a special song to me. Um, the album that I'm coming out with at the end of the summer is called Heart on My Sleeve. I wanted to write a project that was um, very authentic, very honest, um, and I tend to be a little bit of an open book um, as just a general rule for my personality. And I thought, I want to write a project that kind of spells out a journey. You can listen to it from start to finish um, and kind of hear a story. And at the end, you feel like you've read a good book. Um, and so that's what I set out to write. And then over time, I've been releasing singles in anticipation um, for the entire thing coming out. And I chose this one as a single um, just because I think it's got a great, sh um, a great, I guess, shot at being on um, like a really moody playlist. Um, so for right. all of all of my um, my moody listeners out there, um, this track is very ambient. Um, it's very kind of atmospheric, lots of beautiful layered background vocals, um, really rich melody and story. Um, the story behind the song, um, I was actually driving home from a gig. This was back in, I think, January of this year, um, one of my last shows before the pandemic. And um, it was in the middle of the night and I've never seen a shooting star. I know this is like so cheesy. Oh my gosh, can't even believe I'm talking about this. But I was in my car and I saw a shooting star and I was like, oh my God. And I just felt like I had this like out of body spiritual experience. I was like, I witnessed something so special. I came home and like immediately when something kind of cool happens to you, you think about the people you love. And um, at that time I was going through a transition, um, a significant relationship was being lost for me. And so I wrote a song about how sometimes these little moments in life will make you think about somebody that's nobody or that's um, no longer in your life anymore. Um, and you just, you feel like picking up the phone and calling them and it feels like it's a dream because you can't believe they're not there anymore. Um, so that's kind of what surreal is about. And it's, um, I think a really gorgeous song. The production is really cool. So I'm so excited. It's out to the world. <laughs> <laughs> well, without further ado, here is Anel Stahl's Surreal. Oh 
songs a couple at a time is that because of that's the way you're writing is do you think it's better to have songs released in uh, as a trickle down effect or the netflix approach if you will would dump them all (laughs) yeah yeah i don't so um it's i've heard so many different things um and uh so many different industry professionals will kind of say something different the artist side of me desperately wants to drop the entire project all at once, you know, cause you want like, um, for all my songwriters out there, you want people to listen to your project, start to finish. You want them to have the whole experience right off the bat. You don't want, want to like water it down, you know, by releasing a bunch of singles. Um, but for me, uh, when, uh, 
COVID struck and I wanted to um, build momentum with my virtual shows and do things online, um, I discovered that um, by releasing singles um, one at a time, I feel like it gives them um, the best shot. You know, like if you think of your songs as like children, you know, you want your child to not only graduate high school, but go on to college, maybe even get a master's degree, make it on a Spotify playlist, you know, like the best. And, um, and so for me, I felt like I was giving these songs um, their best shot by releasing them individually. Um, so you kind of can concentrate your listens, um, but it also allows um, uh, your listeners to uh, kind of fixate on that one song, give it a bunch of love, and then move on to the next one. We live in um, such a singles era these days, you know, uh, whether it's with... Um, just listening to um, playlists instead of whole records um, or artists coming out with singles and really promoting the heck out of a one song um, kind of deal. And so I thought to um, build momentum, but then also to um, perpetuate it and sustain it, I wanted to try to aim for releasing maybe one song a month. Um, and then once the entire project is out, you know, maybe save a couple of songs for the very end um, so that people are still um, incentivized to listen to the whole thing. Um, but for me, it was more of just kind of like a, um, a marketing strategy, I suppose. I still hope that everybody listens start to finish um, for Heart on My Sleeve, but you got to do what you got to do. You know what I mean? Of course. <laughs> uh, of course. And, and I absolutely agree with you that each song is like a, 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 a child because it yeah. starts as an infant. You have an infant. The idea starts in its infancy. I know. And you I have know. to basically raise it. And it, and it does. Mm -hmm. And it, it just like any other person. I, I know when I write songs, I can only speak from my own personal experience that songs do they take different shape and they oh gosh, become yes. different people if you will so mm -hmm. even the the way that songs are performed and keys and everything can be so mm -hmm. fluid uh, as i was listening to record on replay it, it really stuck out the the the, the duet parts in yeah. that song are, are great who is that who is the your collaborator in, in that song yeah. So, um, his name is Alan Davis. He goes by Woodmont music. He's an excellent singer songwriter. Um, we met in Nashville and actually used to live, um, in kind of like a big musicians collaborative house together. Um, and so that's how we met. And, um, he's, I mean, such an incredible writer, um, but also a wonderful person. And he's got this very, it, it lends itself so well to like kind of an acoustic sound. His voice has like just a slight bit of rasp, but is still so rich. And so um, we thought that his voice would complement the song so well. And I think it does. I I'm, I'm feel so privileged to be able to work with so many incredible people in Nashville and he's one of them. So yeah, so excited to get to do something with him on this one. Thought I saw you in a coffee shop last week Oh, I, I, I had to do a double take And your kiss seems to haunt my lips like they were our grave We say we need the space, but Oh, baby, and it's strange Feels like lifetimes ago, but the memories live in me Coming day like a record on replay. 
Thought I saw you walking downtown in the city that you don't live in anymore. Your favorite number, an inside joking at the arcade. Yours is still the highest score. Oh, ooh, baby, it's strange. It was lifetimes ago, but the memories live in me. TV. We are here with Anel Stahl. And Anel, you have found yourself in our quick fire segment. So I'm going to ask you a few questions to help the listeners get, uh, get to know you a little bit better and let me get to know you a little bit better. So Anel, what's your favorite venue in North Carolina to play? Oh my gosh. Well, my favorite festival is the Dogwood Festival in Fayetteville. Um, I've had the privilege of playing that one a couple of times. Um, I just love the feel of the festival. The stage is so fun and usually they have incredible acts there. So that's my fave. <laughs> awesome. Um, I grew up in Statesville and we also have a Dogwood Festival. So <gasps> That's amazing. Being, yeah. Being the Dogwood Festival. We're, I think Dogwood is the flat North Carolina official flower. Oh yeah. So Quintessential North Carolina word right, right here. Dogwood. <laughs> Dogwoods and Cardinals. That's uh-huh. two. Yep. That's, that's North Carolina for you. Um, <laughs> now what's the largest crowd that you've ever performed in front of? Ironically, actually probably the Dogwood Festival. Um, okay. <laughs> we, yeah. What, what instrument would you play if you could, that you currently do not have the ability to play now? Oh my God. The bass. The bass guitar, anything bass, stand-up bass, anything bass. I'm like gotcha. obsessed. Um, who would you most want to share a festival bill with? Um, Probably John Mayer, because I still have a crush on him, even though he's like 45. <laughs> hey, he's uh, he, he, he's the golden child up there. He's, he's, he's playing. He's the golden child. He's, uh, he's, he's the front man of all, uh, in my favorite band of all time. So I, right? you got to love him. Go Dude, old same. Johnny Salami. Same, so, same. <laughs> I'm 
not even kidding. So, so songwriting during the pandemic, do you have mm. to be happy to write a happy song or do you have to be sad to write a sad song? Oh my God, this is such a hard question. Um, I think the answer is no, although that's so much easier said than done. I think there is a way to take a mournful feeling and kind of like flip it on its head and have it become a more uplifting song. Um, but I think when it comes to songwriting, you should write from the heart. Just write what you feel, you know? Absolutely. And the final song that we're going to hear from Anel is called The Grey. And I think you did encapsulate those feelings right there. Yeah. Um, absolutely. Thank you so much, Anel, for coming on. I'm a band here on The Mesh. Um, we'd love for everybody to go to themesh.tv and check out all of our other shows. Subscribe. Really appreciate it if you went and get, check them out. Uh, Anel, tell everyone how they can reach you and find your music and all that good stuff. Yes. Okay. So you can find me anywhere on social media um, at Anel Stahl, A-N-N-E-L-L-E-S-T-A-A-L, um, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all of that fun stuff. Um, you can go to my website, which is just anelstahl.com or watch me live. I'm live almost every night at twitch.tv forward slash Anel. And uh, yeah, I'll see you there. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. You get, everybody make sure to go and check out Twitch and CNL and all that good stuff. This is I'm with the band on the mesh. I'm your host, Andrew Moose. Got questions about the change in my life Seems trickier than before I'm dreaming dreams I can't ignore I know I'm learning but is this a mistake? My tears mark the hours I take 20 minute showers And other days I really feel fine It all seems trickier than before My tunnel vision reached a door Not an asset to my name but time Oh, who guessed by fire was forged And I'm just used to dancing on a black and white floor Oh, who guess I'll ride this wave The misery, the mystery of day by day Well, here's to the grave A greenhouse heart on my arm like a badge Me and the girl in my reflection might be a match Well I'm starting to see it more I could have felt this way before And with all I relearn I have faith My fears turn to flowers And though my thoughts grow sour About what I don't know and what I can't change I'm starting to see it more Life isn't a checkered floor And I don't have to Stay the same Oh, who guessed by fire or forge And I'm just used to dancing on a black and white floor Oh, who guess I'll ride this wave The misery, the mystery of day by day Here's to the grave
guess by fire was forged And I'm just used to dancing on a black and white floor Oh, ooh, guess I'll ride this way The misery, the mystery of day by day Oh, ooh, fire with forged And I'm just used to dancing on a black and white floor been listening to The Mesh, an online media network of shows and programs ranging from business to arts, sports to entertainment, music to community. All programs are available on the website as well as through iTunes and YouTube. Check us out online at themesh.tv. Discover other network shows and give us feedback on what you just heard.